See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah, ain't it great? Hey! Hey! It's time I hit the red button, so that means it's time to talk into these things that are microphones. Oh, is that what these things are? Yep. I thought it was like a fly swallow High-tech condenser mics. Condenser. All right, who are we? Hey, my name's Mal. With me, as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts what, Unknown. What show is this? This is Slow Robot A Go Go. Big Show 164. Yeah, that's a lot of show. It is a lot of show. Awesome. And tell. So, we have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week we have two exciting, awesome movies, and uh, let's get right to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the shtick this week. I, I'm tired of well, it. Well, I did watch a movie. Okay, good. Did what you watch it? anything? Yes, I did. I watched one movie. You go first. Okay. I watched the probably like the, maybe one of the better Gary Busey movies. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Buddy Holly story. Is it footage story. of him crashing his motorcycle? No, no, no. It's the Buddy Holly story. You ever watch that one? No. I heard of it. I heard of it. Yeah, it was on one. TV the other day. Yeah, I've seen it before, but it's a good <laughs> biopic of uh, of one of the great rock and roll guys from the, uh, from the you know, from, from the real deal rock and roll of the 50s or whatever. Yeah. He was the first guy to, well, one of the first guys. I shouldn't say the first. He was one of the first guys to re- write and record and produce his own music. And uh, Really? Yeah, you should read about it. He's pretty cool. Buddy Buddy Holly was a really he was well Buddy Holly and the Crickets, the Beatles, the Crickets. You know mm-hmm. they they got their name from somewhere. You know and uh, and it's a decent movie and he really was a good musician. But he uh you know um uh, what's his face uh, Busey. Gary Busey before he just did too much dope and just blew his mind out in a car mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he blew his mind out in a car. Yeah, so. He hadn't noticed that. Though. The lights had changed. So that was actually a pretty good movie, man. I actually enjoyed it. That's so. cool. And was he good? Was he? Okay? He was really good. He should have. He should have. I might. I don't know if he was up for an award or anything, but he should have been because he was really like into the role. And he's he's a real musician too, you know. Oh, 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 okay. Also, his backup band was Don Stroud, which was another good actor from the '70s who was in Murph the Surf, and he was a bad guy in a lot of. He was a heel in a lot of movies and TV movies, and uh, his bass player was Charles Martin Smith, who was uh, the guy and Toad in American <laughs> Graffiti. So nice. uh, it yeah. wasn't a, it wasn't a bad movie. So I definitely yeah check it out if you're into that <laughs> stuff like that. It wasn't a bad movie. That's no, all it, you was. Can say, it was. You know, a, <laughs> it was a good it was a good biography. However, you know, real it is. However fictionalized it oh, is. Oh, it doesn't matter. But yeah. of an important rock and roll, you know, uh, character from the 50s. You know, the day the music died was him. And the big bopper and Richie Valens, you know mm-hmm. that's yeah. Well, you had the poster right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. It's, uh, the Surf Club. It's a what is that? February, January. Yeah, Winter Dance Jan- Party. January thirtieth. Is that what it says? Well, wait a minute. Deanna and the Belmonts weren't there because they lived. Well, no, they. Well, that's the that's the poster from the dance that they were at. Yeah, but I'm saying that Richie Valens, Buddy Holly, and the big bopper died in a plane crash. Yeah, well, they didn't. They didn't go on the plane. Oh, Dion didn't go on the plane. Yeah, Dion and the Belmonts. They You're must have smart. Just, they, 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 they took a... They took well, a you know, the, they did Frankie Sardo. They, they all took a, a, a bus or something like that. Who knows? Well, you know, so. the Crickets didn't either, because yeah. he, uh, he, they survived. <laughs> they will survive. So anyway, that's my movie this week. Ah, nice. I watched, a, watch? I watched a documentary called Tricked. It was about prostitution. Ooh. It's pretty heavy, you know. Um... I don't know. I don't even know why I watched it. It was just on Netflix, and I was like, eh, what the hell? Let's see what this is about, you know, because some of those are really, um... Depression. Almost, well, they're, some of them are almost exploitation, yeah. but this one was just, like, talking about the real life of it, and, and it's stagger. It You can't really understand it, you know? Like, the one lady who is kind of the... I don't want to say the driving force, but she was a, a good portion of the movie throughout the whole movie, like, went to college, and within one semester was, was a prostitute, and you're like... How does that happen? You're you're at college, man. You're doing your well. You know, uh, from what I you've from, made it to the to where you have to be to get to the next. I, I've heard that a lot of women that are like strippers, not necessarily prostitutes, but stripper, actually are paying for their college. Yeah, they said that that's just stripping. a ru- that's a ruse. That's what they said. Yeah, that's what they said. No, that's a, even that's a trick said that they say that to to make people. But some, I think, you know. I think in reality, some of them when they when mm, they graduate from do. college and they quit, you know, because they had a, it's easier to strip and make money than it yeah, is to strippers. actually like. But being a know, prostitute, that's a little bit different. That's a little bit think? different, even yeah. though the lines getting blurred as the years yeah. go on and on with 
rooms that they have at the clubs and stuff. My like brain's that. getting blurred as the years go on. Yeah, I know, but it's you know, I mean, is I mean, is, is it a victimless crime? Oh, I don't give a shit if prostitutes illegal, but it does seem pretty like a horrible world. It is a horrible. But world. But so is being a carny, and so is being a wrestler, and so is being you know whatever. A, a graphic artist. Yeah. It's all the same. You're all still working till the for the man unless your name's on the front of the building. And then you're working for the man being Uncle Sam. So That's who gives right. a shit? You know? <laughs> so it's all yeah, we're all prostitutes in one way or another, I guess. Yeah, you know? Yes. Either we were the pimps or hoes, right? Yes, that's and what they say. But there was one uh, there was one pimp that was just that like Stereotype, you know what I mean? Oh, like, mean, like, like from the movie from the oh, Candy yeah. Tangerine. He, he man might or as something. well be, yeah. He might as well have been. One, he was one of those characters, you know. He's riding around in a limo, and he, and he, he's like, but it, it was so weird. Like, one of the things that's from their world and from their, even their nicest stuff is still not the nicest stuff. Like, uh, he was talking to the camera about how he had all this money, and like he was like, look at all, this, look at all this gold, and he's pulling out Ziploc bags of Rolexes and shit like that. Yeah. And they're sitting on a paint bucket. Now, you know, yes, I admire that you have probably $200,000 worth of Rolexes. Yeah. But they're in a Ziploc bag and you're sitting on a paint bucket, dude. Like, I would trade not having Rolexes for having chairs and air conditioning and, you know, not... Comic be, books. And not call women hoes. I guess, that, that's, I guess that's what my trade-off is. I'll just not be rich and not be horrible. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's, strange. world. It's a very weird world. But did did he look like Gary Oldman and True? No, Romance? he looked like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, okay, the, the traditional. Yeah, yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. He's he was a traditional hoe. Oh uh, yeah, pimp. You know, had the cane, had the fur, and all that shit. So all right, well, there awesome. you go. Those are our great. So don't see that if you want to. Don't want to put <laughs> put a barrel in your mouth. No, watch the, the, watch the Buddy Holly story, but yeah. don't watch the Tricked or whatever. What's called? that one I heard is really good with um Jamie Fox? Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, oh, what was it? Damn, I, well, now I don't know, so it doesn't matter. It was another one like that where he was playing a... Uh, oh, Ray Charles. Ray Charles, yeah, yeah I heard that. Yeah. Ray. It was just Ray. called Ray. I heard that was a really good one, too. Yeah. All right, let's go to a music or a trailer break, and then when we come back, it's time to dive right into our wonderful movies. Scream! Uh, bloody murder. This place is an untapped resource. I mean, check it out. These vocal jazz girls are hot. Welcome to the Skyland Drive-In Theater. My name is none other than Elmer Snodgrass, and you hear me each and every morning right there on WQOK Radio in Greenville, South Carolina, and it's good to have you with us here at the Skyland Drive-In Theater tonight. I want to remind you some of the great movies we got coming up here at the Skyland Drive-In Theater in Greenville. Next weekend, we got The Bride of the Monster, starring Bella Lugosi. Yes, about a mad scientist and his huge lab assistant and a giant octopus that terrifies anyone entering the swamp near his house. That should be a real good movie. Then we've got The Invasion of the Gargon. Now, this is a fabulous movie. It stars David Love and Don Anderson. It's about teenagers from outer space that bring a giant lobster to Earth, and it takes over mankind. Hmm, that sounds interesting, too. Then we got the uh, Incredible Shrinking Man. I've seen this movie. It's a good movie. It stars Grant Williams. It's about a radioactive cloud that causes a man to shrink to the size where even a spider could eat him. And it almost happens, too. Carload gets in next week for $2. No coolers or lunch boxes allowed. So come on down to the Skyland Drive-In Theater next weekend. Bring your date down here. Or bring your family and have a lot of fun. want to remind you also that all of our soft drinks here at the concession stand are fresh. And by I mean fresh, they're coming out coming out of a fountain. That's exactly right. We got Fanta orange, grape, strawberry. We got crispy, hot French fries, always hot and fresh and delicious, with a large cup of ketchup on the side. Boy, does that make it really good. Also want to remind you that... Uh, coming up soon here at the Skyland Drive-In Theater, we have a thing called... The Flesh Creeper, starring Sonny Tufts. The theater's not going to be responsible for you being scared to death. So make your plans on coming to see that. We'll tell you what date that's going to be coming up pretty soon. We also got pizza with your favorite toppings made while you wait. Only 25 cents a slice here at the concession stand at the Skyland Drive-In Theater. Moms and dads out there, you got the kids in the car with you? Well, if you have... 
the restrooms are on either side of the concession stand here, and the playground's right in front of the big screen down there. In fact, that screen is the biggest in the state of South Carolina, the Skyland Drive-In Theater. Let's have some more great music for you right now. This is Matthew, a quiet boy, a nice boy who had only one goal in life, to commit brutal murder. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now, Jack and shit, and Jack left town. This podcast has been stopped for a phone emergency. We will resume as soon as said phone has been put back together from its million pieces. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're back from burps and other things. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with this week. We have two movies this week. The first one is going to be Scream Bloody Murder, which you heard the trailer for and which we actually said the title of before the so trailer break. So that way you know what you're getting into. Yes. Which is an interesting movie. This is a weird movie. This is a um, weird movie from the weird era that is the 70s. Which, yep. You. This is this is one of those movies that was made in 71 but didn't come out till 73. Uh, I don't know why. I haven't figured out why. Now, did this did this movie get a full release? This movie was released in theaters okay. and drive-ins. It had a fa- that it had that famous trailer and uh, I don't know if it ever made it to television, but it might have. I've never saw it on TV. They would have to chop it up. Yeah, this would be Not that it was really gory, but it had some like nastiness in this movie. Yeah. It's like it's pretty it's pretty grim for 71, but Yeah, this uh, is a weird movie and um I don't mean that in a negative way. It was just a very uh, the kid the guy who played the star of this movie, Fred uh, Holbert, which Fred is Holbert. the actor, he played Matthew. He, um, I, I was talking off air to you that this is the, this is one of the only times I've ever really believed that who I was watching was a real sociopath. Like, this, <laughs> this guy was wrong on all levels. Like, he was a psychotic and sociopath, and, but normally when you, when you're watching somebody pretend to be a sociopath on, and they're acting, acting. yeah, they're like, <laughs> and they act like they're Hitler or whatever, and you're like, or Dennis okay. Hopper. Yeah, know. Dennis Hopper is another famous example, but no, this guy was very very uh, unsettling and very um just wrong the way even when he'd kill something he'd kill a dog he killed a dog which i didn't need to see that um i warned you though, yeah oh no I, and it was very disturbing well you know what i find about these movies with people like not only one actor in this movie had a, became relatively famous the doctor uh-huh. At the you know at the at the two, two thirds of the movie, the doctor shows up yeah. at the house. That guy was the Angus Grimm was the tall man who was in the Phantasm movie. So he kind of got like uh-huh. a little bit of notoriety. But the yeah. lead guy, Fred Holbert, he <laughs> never he doesn't have any credits. And the the, the woman who played Vera and his mom, yeah. Lee Mitchell, the only other credit that I could find for her was she was in the Incredible Melting Man. So yeah, they may have done television. They may have done commercials. Now because TV's on. Oh, the commercials. Yeah. Did they, you see that the guy who directed this also? wrote like yeah the he was a Margaret show yeah he was a ri- no he was a writer for like some new kid- zoo review new zoo and Lizville like, yeah. and stuff like that yeah I was like uh-huh okay well, he, he was mainly a writer he also did another weird movie in the 70s that we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about at one point called the severed arm about it was a revenge movie but it's a horror movie too but that one actually had well-known some well-known actors in it this had pr- pretty much nobody you've ever seen before and that's the thing you hit on a you touched on a subject that I've always found interesting. When you watch a movie from an era where you don't know who the actors are and 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 never again have you ever seen them, yeah. if they're somewhat effective, it kind of like jars you because it's not like, oh, I'm watching a performance by Dennis Hopper or I'm watching a performance by Jack Nicholson going crazy. This is like... And somebody I've never heard of, you know what I mean? So like this you guy said, might have been actually you don't know if this guy was really unhinged in real life and got locked up, but I doubt it. Yeah, because then you read all you read a lot of stuff from, especially from B movies, because like they have a big following. Um, you know, like that guy from Teenagers from Outer Space who be, who became like thought he was Jesus for uh, oh, yeah. uh, standing on the corners and stuff like that. He lost his freaking mind, and you're like, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, it happens. You know? you and know? Uh, Barbara Payton. Barbara Payton, who became the woman like, who stole my heart, then became a prostitute, and yeah, you know, ended up dying in a in an in alleyway, a dumpster. In, a gu- in a dumpster or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, and these low budget movies from the seventies, they have they hold like a near and dear to my heart because some of them did get played on television. This might have, but I, I never saw it. But they're kind of like they're kind of like the sixties. 
was over, man. This is like the new thing, and it was just like grim and nasty and like pushing buttons. This was grunge. This was grunge. This, this is was really a grungy little movie. Uh, this is Nirvana coming out of the the Beatles were there, and now this is Nirvana. But it, but it's it. but it's also effective because it catches. It's unex. They do things that you're not expecting in this mm-hmm. movie. It's and it and it's you know it's like it's like uh, not to give not to spoil the ending, but it's like Jim Morrison said, no one here gets out alive, pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the uh, it's the nasty little seventies. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So what do, what do we? So anyway, the first scene yeah. is 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 a, is a guy working on a tractor in a farm. Well, this is an old tractor too. My God, it's yeah. got tank treads on it. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I didn't know. Well, yeah, those are like the forties and fifties yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So he's working on his tractor, and then like this like snotty little blonde kid decides to like. Get on? Does he get on another tractor? Or no, he whatever? gets on his. The, the guy gets off to do something. Yeah, on the he gets front. off to do something. He gets on his tractor, and then he just like, hey, I'm gonna run over Dad. Kills him. And then as he and as he after he runs over Dad, he tries to stop the tractor, and he can't, so he decides to jump off. And then Junior gets his hand like all mangled up, and then yeah. you know, cut to you know nuns S- taking him smash into smash cut to a yeah nuns a taking primary. him into a mental hospital, and you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. And then, like years later, he's like some. He doesn't he's not blonde anymore. Yeah, he just comes out, and you're like, oh, okay. And he has and like the. He's the, got like the Captain the, Hook. Yeah, and he's got that. In the, the, he does that Hook thing where they're like, they didn't even pretend. No, it's, always, it's just a foot and a half hat. longer. Yeah, 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 you're like, oh, come on, dude. At least make the cup thing. Like yeah, at least make yeah, yeah. it. But whatever. Uh, and so yeah, so and one the one part where he's running through the desert, he's climbing that big hill. He's using his hands to crawl, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah, hook is right. just flopping around in front of him. flopping around. He doesn't want to fall or whatever. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. But whatever. So, and this is the part where, you know, he gets out, and it's almost so fast. You're like, I know, I know. You're like, what are we looking at here? What is this? He's like, yeah, he, he gets out. They just let him go. Nobody comes to pick him up, and he's just like walking home. See you, know? you kid. Yeah. All right. Here's. It's your, like you're yeah. done. You're done with your stint in like the nut house for you know the the Catholic nut house. Now you can go home, and he's and he's writing to his mom, and he's like, his mom's never seen him or something or whatever, you yeah. Know? So like he gets home, and his mom's not there, and all of a sudden his mom pulls up with some dude and this other couple, and his mom just got married. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, like <laughs> and like this is where like the statistical probabilities of that would be very hard to swallow, like. You get released, and that same day, that afternoon, your mom got married, and like, yeah. just, and and then you're sitting there watching it when they pull up. They're like, "Huh, ah, don't do anything I wouldn't do," and you're like, "Oh, sexual in your theater," and you're like, "Okay." Yeah. Well. So and then like he sits uh. there and he sees that his mom got married to some new guy, and he's like, "It's all angry and hateful," and I can understand that. I mean, I'm not you're not getting what the 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 theme of this movie is yet, but you're like, huh, okay, yeah, this kid kind of hates him or whatever. But mm-hmm. mom's like, no, you got to get to like him. He's a good guy, blah blah blah, yeah. and you know anything. So then, once again, right, they cut to another scene where the dude's like working on a tractor in the farm, same tractor that I guess dad got run over <laughs> with. You know, I guess they didn't get rid of it because it's like well, tractors are expensive. It. You know, yeah, know. we needed to you know do the crops or whatever. So. I guess Dad's like, well, you know, Matthew's the name of the kid, you know. Well, let's, you know, you, we can get to know each other and blah, blah blah. Let's go back in and you know all this crap. And you know, I guess they're trying to, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't work. But it doesn't work out. Then they cut to a scene later where like Dad's it, like it just, he gets killed. Dad's in the woods somewhere, you know. And then all of a sudden he hears like somebody behind him, and Matthew grabs an axe and mm. gives Daddy 40 wax or whatever, <laughs> like uh, Lizzie Borden or whatever. Here's, here's, the, here's an interesting part that I didn't catch that somebody mentioned. When he's killing Dad, which is gory, but not as gory as you would think it would be, all of a sudden his face gets splattered with blood, you know, around his cheeks. And then, like, Mom comes out, and she's like, Matthew, what are you doing, Matthew? And then all of a sudden he's, like, fig- finishing axing Dad, you know, whatever. And she's like freaks out. What did you do, Matthew? And these guys like like mom, you know we're gonna be okay. You know we don't need him. Blah blah blah. And she flips out. Well, and yeah. then and she flips out. She like he pushes her down and she like hits a rock mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she cracks her head. So basically he killed both of his parents. But the fact that he's got like the the blood on his cheeks, that comes right from now. We now this is part of the movie where we where we figure out we have. This movie has elements of Greek tragedy because that's Oedipus. Oh yeah, yeah. Right there, you know mm. what I mean. So it's like 
Okay, I see the <laughs> I see the subtle hammer you're hitting me over the head with. Okay, mommy issues. Oh okay. yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> but and that's and then now this happens it seemingly like instantly. In this a is day. within like yes. Within three minutes, this dude has a body count of three already, and yeah. you're like, okay. That's strange, but whatever. Yeah, this is like ten minutes into the movie. He's already got knocked off three folks. And then he walks into town, and he's having some jibber-jabber with some gas attendant. And you're like, well, this can wrap up any time. Because he's Cause, like, he goes to the guy, and he's the guy who was a friend of theirs. And he's like, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going off now. And the guy goes like, wow, your mom's letting you leave already? He goes, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. just going out. I'm a third wheel because they're married now and they're so happy and things and stuff and Yeah, lies. and he goes, well, I'll go, well, I was supposed to come over tonight for dinner. And he goes, oh, why don't you wait a few days, yeah. <laughs> you know, before you find the scene of the crime or whatever, you know. And then at this point, like you said, it all happens real fast because you got to keep the plot moving. A young couple they, shows up. Yeah. He's looking at his car, and he's like, oh, you like the car? He's like, yeah, it looks really nice. And he's like, well, get in. We'll give you a ride. Okay, great. And then they go, and and this couple pulls over along this road, and they're frolicking in this creek. And then they're like, why don't you come in, Matthew? Why don't you come in, Matthew? Matthew, come in. Come in, come in. And you're like, oh, oof. This part kind of was aggravating, because no one who frolics in water cares that much about someone who isn't frolicking in yeah, water. Yeah, well, yeah. But then he starts flipping out and seeing his the victims of his... his yeah, when he when he sees, like, the, the, the couple the, kissing, he starts to see his dead parents. Yeah, his dead parents, and, he, and, they're, and they're very ghoulish. This part, they this almost... This part got me by surprise. I was yeah. kind of, like, a little taken aback when I first saw it, but... Uh, they, and every time that the spirits or the ghosts, dead people, uh, come about, they, they remind you of kabuki actors. Kind of. They have that weird mask, and they have that crazy hair, like... And then like, the camera does that, like, that jittery thing, so yeah, it's, like, it's jittering dreamy, psychedelic, psychedelic thing They're whatever. still borrowing heavily from the psychedelic movements, where everything's, yes, like, in yes. the purples and fading yes. and out and, yes. and really wishy-washy and weird-looking, you know. And, and then you're like, okay. So then he starts throwing rocks at the guy and k- kills him, and then he's like, we can be together, Mom, and then she's like... What are you? Who are you? What are you talking about? And then he drowns her. And then, and then at this point, when he starts seeing the imagery, and later on, when he steals their car, because he ste- he goes up, yeah, and, he just runs away and steals their car. He steals their car, and then when and then he's stealing his car, and he sees in the rearview mirror his mom like going like Matthew, you know, you're going like Carnival of Souls. Okay, oh, yeah. so this, so we got Oedipus. And then we got the Carnival of Souls of the dead people showing up. And even at the end, it becomes even more Carnival of Souls. Oh, yeah. But at any rate, yeah, so he, he just ditches the car He ditches right the car there. and he runs out onto a hill up, up. He just runs into the desert kind of thing. And this is where, when we were talking about this a little bit before we clicked the on button here, um, we're at minute like 23 to yes, 26, yes, something like that. Yes, very early in the movie. Um, this should have been the movie. Now, and I don't mean that it should have been a 30-minute movie. I mean, they packed... They rushed through this part of it yes. that was kind of the meat of the interesting thing. And at that point I'm like, well, why what is this? Like this could have been the this could have been like they could have spent a little bit more time with the with the uh, what happened in the, the, parents, the hospital. Yeah. It could have been a little bit more with the with the parents then he loses his mind. He doesn't even and that's it. And then you know whatever, he, he goes and dies of thirst in the desert or something weird like that, like a weird ending like that. Don't get me wrong, the rest of the movie is perfectly fine. It's just they rushed so much of yeah, this important you stuff. You don't even care about any of the people. They're just like, oh, there's person A, person B, C, D, and they're dead. And it, that's they're just it. setting up his psychosis, and which now becomes full bloom in the rest of the movie. Right, and then, and then, so I get that, you know, it, this is, uh, that was just my impression, that was my impression of, like, the first 20 minutes could have been the entire hour and a half. But if that's you, okay. If you wanted to make that movie, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. <coughs> so. if you could have made a miniseries, you know, Matthew because, the miniseries. Because to me, this is where it takes a turn and kind of sputters out for some time. It picks back up later yeah. when they're in the mansion, but the midsection is kind of like, ugh, okay. Well, yeah, you know, basically he shows up in, in town, Venice, California, or Burbank, or whatever it was made, and the first place he goes to is, like, he sees some woman, some red-headed woman painting, and he walks up to her, and he's like, hi, can I be your friend? You know, because you know he's a lunatic. He's a weirdo, yeah. And and she's like some hippie painter slash hooker, you know. <laughs> the hooker with the heart of gold. That's my notes. I, uh, yeah, the hooker I with bought, the heart of I gold. I bought Vera, the painting hooker with the heart of gold. That's yeah. what my notes. Yeah, the actress Lee Mitchell, who's pretty good in this movie. I'm surprised she didn't do more movies. Like I said, she was in The Incredible Melting Man yeah. a few years later. 
But then she kind of takes a liking to him, and she goes, "Are you want to be a friend or a or a, or, or a, cli- or a, or client. a, or a yeah. client or whatever?" And he's like, "Oh, I just want to be your friend, you know." And she's like telling him, "So what do you think of my painting?" And he, of course, like from the depths of his soul, he's like, "Well, it's like these this red and the blue is like hell the or whatever. The sun burning." And of course, he sees all this horrible like crap in his painting. She's like, "Oh, that's really interesting." Because I was just blobbing with the orange and red and yellow, because that's the paints I had. But, th- but this this actually reminds me of the '70s of these like free spirit people that you know were into the painting and didn't care about like doing all this other crap or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, well, that's really nice." And then all of a sudden, some. Of course, the drunken sailor shows up with a bottle of like vino. Mascatel or oh vino. yeah. yeah. <laughs> A vino, night train, or it's, whatever. No, it's, it's, if, you, if you lived through the 60s, 70s, or early 80s, you know what this is. The bottom of the of, of the bottle is wrapped in, like, uh, bamboo leaves. Uh, yeah. And you're like, okay. It's like it's a, it's it's an Italian wine or something like that, but it's just the cheapest bottom-of-the-barrel rot gut, as my pop would say. Yeah, right. You know? And you're like, okay. you know. And, so he's, he, and he's like, yeah, my buddy, you know, whatever, John told me this is what you like. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. He says, you want to come inside? He goes, yeah, sure. And then Matthew's like, you know, like, Ooh, what are you going to do? You know, she's like, well, Matthew, you know, I mean, you're just a friend, so. Hit the road. Hit the road. And he goes, well, can I come back? And she goes like, yeah, yeah, you can come back. You sure, know, whatever. So, yeah. so she closes the door. And when she closes the door, he's like gets loony again. He grabs his, well, he's got it. He doesn't even grab his hook. He's got it there. And he like tears up the painting. Yeah. And then he grabs the painting knife. Which, what is this called? A uh, palette? A, a palette knife, yeah. yeah. And he takes off. Or supposedly yeah, he's, takes he's off. Be, he's being really weird, like peeking in and stuff like that. And he's like, now this is the other thing, because this this whole rest of this movie ro- ra- like rotates around this interaction relationship this yeah. relationship this is like two sentences oh and, and we forgot he, she goes my name is Vera and he goes well can I call you Daisy and Daisy was his name of his mom mm. so she's like well sure we well, can call you whatever you want you know, <laughs> whatever crap, if you you're know? paying you can call me whatever you want but you yeah, know my name's yeah, Vera exactly yeah so then so then like he waits until the sailor leaves at night and then the sailor takes off, and then he follows after him, and he, you know, another kill. There you go, another kill. He just whacks him with the, and that's yeah, with the painting, with the the palette knife. I and whatever. I was kind of like, I don't know, man. When I was in my twenties and thirties, I don't think even incredibly intoxicated Mal, I don't think I could have got taken by a dude with a hook hand. Not yeah. not dismissing it, but. But he's got that. Would, he's got that, that, that messed that, up strength, you know. Yeah, I mean? but yeah, but you're a you're a serviceman. They're all full of oh, a yeah, lot of. Uh, but he's tr- also he was also drunk too. Yeah, I guess. See, booze booze enhanced my violence, you know, oh, when I was a teen yeah. and yeah, and, and mid mid twenties or whatever. Yeah, that's true too. A lot of yeah. testosterone and nowhere to go. So booze was. I wouldn't have been a pushover. I'll put it that way. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I could have gotten taken, but I don't know. So anyway, he kills Sailor Boy. And then he comes back to uh, you know Vera, and she's like, "Oh, he goes, I brought you, I brought you back this knife." No, and he goes, "I have a present for you." He's holding it behind her yeah. back, and you're like, "At this point, I wrote down in my notes, this kid is one big ruse." And, yeah, and like yeah, everything yeah. he says is just a ruse to whoever he's talking about. He's, yeah, he's like and the he, guy that driving the GTO from uh, uh, Tulane Blacktop. That's right. Where everything he says is a lie. He he, he oh, has no reality. Oh, and, like, and of course, he's telling her that he's this rich guy too. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she's, she's obviously realized she's a hooker. She wants money. And he goes, well, I'm rich. I'll come back, you know. And she actually, when he comes back at night, when you said about the knife, she goes, I got something for it. And he pulls the knife out. And she freaks out. Yeah. And she goes, like, and, and you're thinking he's going to kill her. And he says, no, I got this for you, you know. And, oh, oh, and by the way, that that stupid sailor, look what he did to your painting. He ripped it up. <laughs> and she's like, oh, man. So like, she's, that's weird. So he then seemed she's just drunk. Yeah. So then she looks at him and she goes, "Well, what? You know, do you want to come in and spend the night?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm going to go back to my mansion or whatever." And he's like, "Well, can I come back again?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, she hasn't gotten the point yet that this guy's <laughs> totally loony because she's some free spirit. And I know? did love I, one of my favorite things was like she goes, "Oh, thank you." And then she looked at it. She goes, "Like, wait a minute, isn't this my knife?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got a present for you. Oh, thanks, a palette knife. Wait, this is my palette knife. Yeah, <laughs> the sailor tried to steal it. You're like, huh? Whatever. Just so then, like, <laughs> I think the next scene is he goes the next day and he's like, walks he's just, up to the mansion. He's some, walking around looking for a mansion to like pretend is his. 
Right. Because so now he told this lie, he has to fulfill it, you know. So, so he goes in there, and, like, he's, like, the, uh, the maid shows, not, you know, he knocks on the door, and the maid shows up, and she's, like, you know, she's a, she's a uh, African, a black woman, and he's telling her a story, and she's like, well, well, why'd you come to this house? Yeah, she goes, she's not well, buying his ruse. She's the he, only person that sees through his lies. But then he plays you know? the race card. He goes, like, well, I've been going through all these houses, and, he's, and he actually went to, as bad, he told his car was broken. He actually put grease on his face. Yeah, he picked, no, he picked up dirt from, uh, picked up dirt, dirt yeah, from the pot. And he tells dirty. her, well, you know, I've been to these houses, and nobody will let me in. You know, people don't like, you know, people don't want to let me in. And she finally goes, like, oh, they're a bunch of prejudiced jerks or whatever, you know, whatever. So, Okay, okay, you can use the phone. Come on in, like big mistake. So yep. you know, he goes in and I and he's like dialing the phone or whatever. And she's like chopping, she's chicken. hacking up chicken Korean style, just yeah. hacking away with a cleaver. You're like, yeah. wow. And then and then we get to hear grandma upstairs, like the nasty old voice is like, come here, you know, whatever. Turn on my TV shows. Turn I'm on my busy, Miss. She, and she keeps calling Miss whatever her Ms. name is. Miss Letty you know. or whatever. Yeah. I did now and then. Yeah, some just, nasty old lady. So she's like, you know, uh, he picks up the cleaver and goes, "Well, I'm sorry," because you could tell he actually liked her, he or not like liked her. her, but he didn't necessarily want to kill her. Yeah, yeah. When she puts on the cleaver or whatever, you know, she turns away. He picks it up and he feels bad about it, yeah. but then he like goes at her or whatever. And he kills her, you know. so he doesn't have any feelings really. And then he goes up and kills the old lady. But but no, but wait. Oh. What's funny is when he goes up to see the old lady, the old lady's like. Who are you? Oh no! I, I and, and then it's like they get into. She she grabs a golf club and she starts whacking. No, dude. she had two canes. Oh, was it canes? I That's it what I wrote down. I whatever. said new kung fu double uh, two fisted cane technique because she's whacking the shit out of this guy with two canes. Yeah. I was like, she was taking him. I'm she like, was taking him. I was him, like, yeah. yeah, a new kung fu movie, two fisted cane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two fisted grandma cane. Yeah, two fisted cane technique. She starts start whacking people with canes. So she's going at him, but he ends up like, you know, uh, uh, you know suffocating her with a pillow or whatever. Yeah, he's like, and while he's suffocating, like, you know, uh, na- you know old, old nasty doggy there's like growling at him. So well, the dog's just sitting there looking at him though. Yeah, so he he gets grandma. I don't think that would happen. I think Doggy would go after. Dog would have killed him, or not killed him. You would have hurt he him. He would have bit him, or whatever. Yeah. So he so like he grabs grandma and 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 leaves her and you know leaves her there and then goes to the doggy and he goes like, "Come on down, buddy." You know. And he goes, oh, this part was the way they shot this was rough. It was rough, yeah. Because he was trying, he was being nice to the dog. And the nice dog was the dog, yeah. trusting him. Yeah. And then he held him down. And he goes sorry, and he just killed it. And it you're just, like. Oh, they don't man. show him getting the head chopped off. But they show the dog look up at him. Yeah, it was rough. I was like, oh, now I'm sad. That's why. Yeah, that was my like you hate dogs. You were that sad. That was my note. Oh, now I'm sad because and I look. I don't hate dogs. Just some. Some are some, some, some are a little bit too ones. happy to see me and yeah. But normally, you know, especially when they grab onto your leg and dogs that act like my cats love them. You know, yeah. like cats are just like whatever. You know, that's that's fine. So he kills everybody and he throws them all in like a basement or whatever. You know, so he's got his swinging pad now. Not only that, but he's got like an old uh, Rolls Royce or whatever Rolls Royce. It's a that's, fan that drives on the British side. He's driving on the right hand side. Yeah, so he's like he's pimping now. So he goes to see you know Vera Daisy or whatever, and he's like he's like he's shows like, hey, up yeah. again. He goes hey. Check out my wheels, babe. And she's like, oh, that's an interesting car, you know. And he's like, want to come to my pad, you yeah, know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Laid so, it on thick, man. So she's like, stupidly, of course. Everybody acts stupidly in this movie. But anyway, if we didn't, if people didn't act stupidly, we wouldn't have a real world and we wouldn't have a movie like this. Good point. She goes back to the pad and uh, he's like talking to her and he's like, you should live here. You know, you will, I'll get you. You can paint, and you can. You don't ever have to be with those people again. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to. He's trying to save his hooker, whatever, yeah. mommy or whatever. And this was curious, and her lines were curious. In that, I remember. Um, I forget what punk band it was. I want to say maybe it was No Effects, but I don't think that's right. One of the band's songs was about. They saw. He saw somebody that from his high school in a por- oh, in a porno, oh, yeah. and when he he contacted her to try and save her. She was like, "What the hell are you to tell me anything? I work for four hours a week and I make a hundred grand a year." Yeah. And it was one of those things where like, my life's not so bad, so who are you to judge? Mm. And yeah. and that was this hooker's point of view, saying, "Look, 
I don't mind what I do. I, I she's a free I, spirit. I, she's a free spirit. I, I make good money. I pay the rent, and who cares? And I like to, you know, do that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like it didn't. The, what her, what the social mores are attached to that aren't don't matter to her. And that's no. where, where he's kind of his whole shtick is like. But, but there's that whole guy you. thing I about can, saving women. Yeah, or women can, saving guys too. From, yeah, you know, whatever. I can save you. I can make your life better. And she's Plus like, she's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus his whole life's a ruse. Yeah, and, and, exactly. But he's like, I, she, she's like, I don't want to be saved. Who who are you? You know. Yeah, and, and at this point, the movie turns into like a battle of the sexes. Captive woman. Captive woman. This movie was also called. I watched it. There's a scream, bloody murder. I have I have watched a version of it. It's on a DVD called Bloodorama, which also has a movie called Black Mamba, and it also has yeah. Terror Chamber of Doctor Sid, which is a better print than actually. I'm sorry I didn't bring it out. A better print than the one that's on uh, YouTube, yeah, on YouTube or whatever. So, and it yeah. was this movie was also called The Captive Female, one of its many titles. Yeah, this is playing the drama. This has like four titles. Yeah. So anyway, at this point, he ties her up, and he's got her all bondaged up, and he goes, I'm going to get you, you know, like a, an easel and painting and all this, and you're going to do paintings, and you're going to uh, like it. Uh, and so now he becomes Matthew, the, the, the you know, the, 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 the thief, psychopath, yeah. And he goes out, and he's, he goes into, what, an art store, and he robs the art store. He, he steals a woman's purse. He's like, goes to, he gets all this money, and so he comes back with, like, Art supplies, food, and like clothing for her or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, she's tied up in a bed in bondage, and he's like, rrr, 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 and he goes, "I bought this for you, you know," and blah yeah. blah blah. And she's like, rrr, "Get me out of yeah. here, you asshole," you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, and, and every so then every scene is kind of like her he, fighting with him in every way possible, to, she, totally well, resistant. Well, then, you know? then the next one of the next scenes is he brings her down. He's got her on a chain, and he's wanting her to paint. And she's like, "I don't, I can't paint. I don't." feel like it right now yeah you know? and then and then it's like he's got her in another scene where he's like feeding her and she doesn't want to eat and this is a part that I actually liked he's like feeding her food she's like i don't want anymore he goes you know you got to eat it eat it so if you don't eat it i'll like you know i'll like kill you or whatever so she, she eats it and then he's looking at her and he goes to feed her another thing and she spits it right in his oh, face and i was like yes she's fighting so back gross, yeah so finally at some point he's she's he's bringing her back up and she's like he goes to her well, do you want to take a shower or whatever? No, she says, I she want to take a shower. I'm not happy because I want to take a shower. I haven't bathed since I've been here, and it's so, I'm gross. So then finally he goes like, well, yeah, I guess. And she goes, so he follows her into a shower. And at this point, she like, you know, she takes off her clothes. She's kind of trying to maybe seduce him to get to see if she can get that. She can get out of there. If she, yeah. if she does it with him, she can, he, she can get out. So at this point, we see the only... Nudity we can see in it, which is side nothing, boob yeah, or whatever, you know, which was a nice boob, and I wish we could have seen more of it. But <laughs> but this is where it flips the switch. This is when it flips the switch. Yeah, she realizes something. So she realizes that she's she's she can like overpower him. Yeah, she realizes that he's he doesn't want sex. He, he doesn't want something sex. wrong with it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. she's like, aha. Yeah, that's right. That's when she gets. That's when she gets that point. So she takes her shower or whatever. And b- but before she comes out of the shower, the towel, she takes the hand, the the door, you know, the door, the uh, where you had the clothes hanger off the door. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna like either try to beat him or stab him with him or whatever. And she kind of hides it, and then she goes into she said they walk into the bedroom and she's trying to kind of like seduce him to be able to to brain him or yeah. whatever, you know. So she's on bed with him and they're like, you know, she's they're making out, but. Once again, once when they're making out, old Matthew starts getting the dead mommy, oh, ghost yeah. mommy thing again, and he's getting it bad or whatever. So he flips out. Yeah, yeah. And she's a, she, I think she's able to knock yeah, him. Yeah, she, she she pushes him down because she's let, let's she's big. She's, she's bigger, as big as she's he is. She's bigger than him. Or as bigger than him. You yeah. Know? And I think a I think a hooker could take a one armed dude. Yeah, even a hippie artist hooker could probably do it. Or yeah, whatever. you push him far enough. Yeah, it's, you know. But so yeah. Actually, we forgot a scene though. When she's tied up, the doctor shows up. Yeah, so that was another kill or yeah, whatever. And a, that's when the famous and the, Angus Grimm guy yeah, shows and, up. Yeah, you know, then she, yeah, like the doctor shows up and she's trying to escape and he pushes her into a closet with all the other dead bodies. So now she knows that there's all these dead bodies there. Yeah, that's right. That's when she tries to escape. She's like, and holy hell! Back. And, then, and that's when know. she tries to dial the phone. And that's when she finds the dead body. Yeah, there's numerous attempts. There's numerous attempts at trying to get out. All of them fail, obviously. You so know. I actually, so at this point, she's actually pushes them off. She's trying to get out of the house. Yeah, she runs to the door with a t- towel on. And, and, and the door's locked, and she's trying to unlock the door. And finally, she unlocks the door. And when she unlocks the door, then there's Matthew. He's with on the, the other hook. side, and you're like, how'd you get out there? And then he he kills yeah. her too. Yeah, he kills her. 
and then he, he drags her in, and then and then he goes totally nuts. And then we see the only boom mic shot of this of the movie. We did see a boom did mic. You, here, did you yeah. notice yes, it? Yes, I noticed. It was it, the yeah. ghost boom mic. It was under the oh, it was over the mom's head when she was going. Bah. So then he starts seeing all the visions now that he's killed Daisy, mommy again, yeah. and he's flipping out. So he runs out. He's in the street. He grabs a freaking car. He's driving the car, and all of a sudden, he, all of a sudden, he's got to stop the car because in the middle of the street dead mommy veer or whatever like you know it's like vision is like and it's it's pretty effective oh, yeah. really creepy looking do so he he leaves and he's running through the street finally he gets into he goes into a church this is a cool scene actually so he goes into the church and he's running all and all of a sudden while he gets to like the the altar all of a sudden all these all the people that he killed in black robes yep, like surround everyone. him yeah and they're all like oh, and he's sitting there like oh he's like in the ground freaking out crying or whatever mm-hmm. and they like they look like they're killing him or whatever but they're but they're, they're just visions or whatever but then he ends up like vera kisses him kisses him right and yeah, blood and starts pouring out of his mouth and, and blood starts pouring out of his mouth and all of a sudden it's like they're all like they're all like looking at their kill him all of a sudden he grabs his hook and he you know guts himself he guts himself and then you know the that's the end of the movie so yeah this is classic 70s messed up weirdness and that yeah. last scene is like is a lot like carnival souls so at the end of the scene she's like at a carnival and she gets all the dead people surround her or whatever this is very much a, yeah, a, a tribute to that movie it was a good movie so like they so he ends up killing himself and then you know end credits or whatever yeah. this is your classic downer ending you know oh, yeah, up yeah. 70s horror thing but it's pretty early in the 70s like it's just it was made in 71 to be this yeah. bleak but yeah there you go you know so that's a screen oh, there you go. Murder, yeah and so. it, it was a you know it was an effective movie it was effective for sure it was very good um grim gritty yeah, it was um what grungy are you, what are you gonna give it i want i like this movie, so i'll give it i'm gonna give it a 7.5 really i was gonna i was actually higher than you i'm gonna give it an eight wow there you go okay it we'll was, both um, give it eights then yeah, yeah. and i'm it, really surprised you liked it as much as you did you know and, and i wasn't sure i was gonna like i went in i went in kind of like okay well we'll see where this goes but it it it, to, had, from, it was effective for some reason to me it it told more of a story than it really told it did yeah. like when i was watching it it was believable. Like the way things happened for the most part for the most could part. have worked out and things weren't always, you know, sometimes you watch these things and, and the killers just seemed everything goes their way or they're so easily. Now he did kill people really easily, but Rather, in yeah. the settings that they were placed, he could have, you can, I see what you, mean, you can yeah. kill somebody very easily if they're frolicking in a Creek and you, you can kill your dad with a tractor if you're 10. Yeah. Who the hell yeah, yeah. suspects a 10 year old, you know? So it, it and yeah. It was just one of those weird things where I, where I kind of like I was like okay this is a pretty decent movie you know I like that when I saw it I was surprised that it was like this effective but again this is one of the movies where I can't say that everybody's gonna like it but we're no. both gonna give it a thumbs a good thumbs oh yeah up. definitely this is, and it's on YouTube this is a very surprising movie to me I didn't think I was gonna like it yeah there was a lot um, of unexpected things yeah I'm surprised you really liked uh, it I thought you were, I thought it was gonna be on the border with you, you know. Nah, but sometimes the movies are better than I than I think, and this yeah. one was this was definitely one of the cases. And I read about it a little bit, and I was like, oh, I don't want this just to be some dumb gore fest, you know. I'm kind of. Burn, it could have been I'm, I'm, I'm burning out a little bit on the gore. It could have been gore. <laughs> just, it, it, if, if this movie would have been made in '75 or '6, it would have been. Oh a lot yeah, gore, yeah, it would have been like like a spitting up blood and shit yeah, like that. And yeah. I I don't really need that to tell me the story. To be honest with this you, this was good enough. Sometimes blood and gore distracts from the story the, they're trying the, to tell. The, the, the roughness of the roughness of this movie. The, there is some suit, you know, r- relatively tame gore, but there is some oh, yeah. in it. It's good enough to give you the feeling. That's the bad, fine. Queasy, nasty feeling. I don't need. You know, he guts himself in the church i don't need to see intestines laying on the floor exactly i get it exactly at that point it becomes a special effect yeah as opposed to like a scene where he kills himself and in some movies they don't even need that it doesn't even have to be you know and it's and that might sound crazy to some people you know because i know the the whole world revolves around a lot of cgi and in your face extreme stuff but i'm all right with it man all right. I don't need to see some of the stuff that I'm shown. Exactly right. <laughs> my brain might even be worse than what you could show me if I if it's left to my imagination, you know. And, All right. Well, and on to our next movie. I don't even know. Do we even have time to do our next? Yeah, fifteen minutes. No, just... we we should do our next movie. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna. Take well, because a... I watched the damn thing. All right. So well, we're gonna, gonna talk about. I'm gonna it. take a trailer break, and we come back. We're gonna do the the fastest review known to mankind. No, nah, that's not true. We'll probably be fifteen minutes. Whatever. We'll be right back. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. 
Hi. New York, New York. 10036. Pro Country. Canon Films presents, for mature adults, Death of a Hooker. Making love is easy. Making it through the night is another story. Waiting for someone? Hard young pros from all over the country, battling with the customers, the dark streets, the cops, and each other. Death of a Hooker. I know a place we can go. The young green ones fresh from the bus station. Chances are, when the vultures spot them, they won't be around when the first bus leaves in the morning. Death of a Hooker. Filmed in color in pro country. Battleground for the best in the business. Death of a Hooker. You got a hunch! The Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats is an important motion picture. Do not let this title fool you. Not since Gone with the Wind has a film provided an audience with more compassion, more drama, more production value. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. However, if you thought Animal House was fun, you'll love the Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats. Rated R for obvious reasons. See what happens, Lebowski? You see what happens? Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. Alright, and we're back. With so, the kinky coach and the pom-pom girls. Pussycats. Or, uh, the pom-pom yeah. pussycats. I miss that one. Yowza. I would have uh, liked to have seen that one in a drive-in. So, we're going back to the 2000s for my choice. Oh, so long ago. 1999. I think It was probably filmed in 99, but it was released in the year 2000. I am talking about Big Money Hustlers. Oh, boy. This is a movie put out by the Insane Clown Posse, or ICP, as it were. Um, they actually did another one? Yes, Big Money Rustlers. It's a cowboy one. and uh, oh, I, I downloaded it. I just haven't watched it yet, oh, but I'm gonna. Oh. <laughs> I won't make you watch it. Thank you. Okay, there's going to be a couple you, things. You do on, have a heart. I do. Uh, a, and there's a couple things. It's a things. black heart, but it's a heart anyway. <laughs> it's a black heart that beats, that just pumps hatred. No. The, uh, there's a couple things I'm going to talk about as a preface and just get it out on the table here. Um, the Insane Clown Posse, ICP, got famous and notoriety because of those two jerk-offs in Columbine. When they oh, went, that really when they happened? when they killed the people, Marilyn Manson, Eminem, ICP, they were all on those playlists, and they were they kind of. Oh. That's when they were thrust into the mainstream. They were, of course, releasing CDs and stuff I like that. I remember seeing them, hearing them on Howard Stern. Of course, they they became like, they became a fad when they were actually a group. Now, I don't. Put aside all your preconceived notions. I listen to this group. I have all their stuff. I like them to this day, even though they're not in they're not in vogue anymore. What happened was they became cool to like. And what happens with a fad is it goes away quickly, and then backlash happens. Now they've had their core people, their core group that followed them from the beginning. They have their core group to this day, but they they've rebranded themselves as the world's most hated band or the world's most hated group because they are. Because people really loved them and got on board with them and then really hated them. You know. They turned on them? Yeah, everyone turned on them, except huh. for their core group, which the who, which still li- likes them now. I still like them today, and there's... <laughs> I like their attitude. I like the way they... They don't take themselves seriously. Why should anyone else? Like, you know, but, they, but they're making millions of dollars. They're selling millions of CDs. So this was a product of that for the for their fans. This is for no one else other than let's make a movie. They cuz they do wrestling. They have those those um I let you borrow the their comic books. Their comic books. Yeah, they're all the they, media. They're they're very they're almost kiss like in their kind of, yeah. in their branding. You know, every year they have a gathering of the juggalos, which is a they descend upon some hapless place and destroy it. Uh and that's okay. It's okay if you hate them. It's okay if you love them. It's just a group. They're just a rap group. <laughs> you know I mean, okay. they have a different spin because you have. To, if you're a white guy in the rap world, you got to do something. Either you're Eminem or you have to be something crazy. They're something mm. crazy. Okay. So that's that's the preface for that. 
The other thing is, this movie is about the zaniest crap you're going to see to the point where you're like... I agree on half of that. You're like too... too they they go too far, like in, oh, in a lot of places. Oh, I don't know if they went too far, but they got gross, which was expected. You yeah. Know. It, it, this is... They did they they did a take on a seventies Dolomite cop thing, kind of. Kind of. But not really. Not really. You know, and this is just an excuse to act like idiots in front of the camera for two hours. Pretty I much, mean, yeah. You know, and that's that's all. Harlan Williams is in it. The Jerky Boy is in it. Um, they have a lot of people actually are in it. Rerun. The, the best part for me reruns. The best part is when Rudy Ray Moore shows up. That's <laughs> so funny. I was because I mean to me it's like. He shows up as like a ghostly vision to Shaggy Two Dope or whatever yeah, yeah, his yeah. name is. The, yeah. the guy who's playing his character, the baddest cop with clown makeup <laughs> and the force. And then, but the, what happened was when when Rudy Ray Moore showed up, I was like, yeah, that's the real thing. These guys are. And they say it. These guys are posers. They they, they he say is it. the just, real he's thing. He's just ripping us off. And you that's know? when it got funny for me. The rest of it was just kind of trying to be funny. I thought. Yeah. But when Rudy got there, it was like now it's really funny. And he was only in it for ten minutes. And then the best one of the best parts <laughs> was when they go, well let's bring Dolomite back. And the, and the and the cop goes, we don't have enough money in this script. And I was like, fuck, yeah. you didn't have enough money to bring him back all the way to the end. This Shit. Is, uh, and, they did. They did play a lot. They broke the fourth wall constantly. A lot, yeah. They, but they did. The misfits were in it. The misfits were. One the misfits scene. were in the in the donut shop. Harlan Williams is the comedy relief. The cop. cop. And he, if you like his shtick, he you like him. If you don't, you don't. You know. The, one of the funniest things I laughed a lot during this, only be, not because I'm a fan of ICP, but also because of. It's they just do dumb stuff. They break the fourth wall. It's cartoony. They, it is. And silly. That's what I mean. It's like cartoony and silly. You're watching two guys in clown makeup, you know, act, and everyone else is normal. You know, they have that guy in that death mask that that just kills people indiscriminately, like for no reason. You know, this was written by a lunatic for a lunatic. I think it was know. written by Matthew from the first movie from Scream Bloody. No, Murder. actually, it was it was written by uh, Violent J. Oh, Violent J, the, yeah. the main guy. Okay. Yeah. But they brought in people they like. They do rest. They have wrestling. Mick they, 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 in so it, Nick yeah. Foley's in it, and he's very funny. But by all accounts, Nick Foley is a, is a very interesting person. Yeah. He's right. a very funny person as well. Um, and it's just stupid. What you know? you, I mean, what is in, in a nutshell? What is the plot of this movie? Let's say uh, they have to bring the cops are all the, on the take. The cops are on the take because Shaggy or because Violent J is uh, Big Baby Sweets. Big Baby Sweets. And he and just wants money, and he just dances around like he's the king of New York. And everybody in town, including the priest, the preacher, Everyone. has to bring him money. Everyone brings him so money. So they don't kill him, so he yeah. doesn't kill him or whatever. And then uh, Shaggy Too Dope rolls into town as Sugar Bear. That's right, Sugar Bear. Yeah. And he's going to clean up New York. Because the cops are all on the take. Because the cops are all in the take. Except there's one goofball, <laughs> Harlan, whatever his name par- is. Harlan Williams. And the part that made me laugh as Harry Cox so Harry Cox. Yeah, there's the part that you. makes me laugh is now that you know that that's one of the Jerky Boys. How that commissioner acts and how he talks is every just, other word is f this. Oh and my god, MF this. I've never heard more cursing in my life. No. And, and and I've watched you know the the South Park movie. Yeah, like you know what I mean like. But it was just and the stuff he's doing where he's like, oh yeah, look at my ass. He's like, look at his ass in a mirror while he's eating a donut and stuff. Just, it's stupidity. It's just it's just hyper stupidity. You know, comic book. And, uh, I mean, to me, this movie reminded me of like a, um, I don't know what the term is, but a, a white person who is into the, you know, uh, hip hop community. Oh, I think you know the term. I know the word, but I'm not <laughs> using it. A person like that, <laughs> uh, it's like somebody somebody directing a movie based on a David Lee Roth video for a person, yeah. <laughs> a white kid who really likes hip hop. Well, well, what? Because <laughs> it looked like a David Lee Roth video yeah. with all the mugging and all the weird women and all the. Oh yeah. Uh, it was. It well, was, some of the stuff that they wrote in here was actually I I feel it was aimed directly at stuff they've heard their whole lives. Yes. They, like how they have no talent, how they're how like they're just suburban kids, and how they don't deserve. Like no, they wrote a lot of this in yeah, as I guess, I as a, like a re, not a rebuttal, but but yeah, can, yeah, okay. So you're yeah, I, I'm a kid from the a white kid from the suburban some suburbia. We want to be bad. We want to be yeah, black, and they you know, and they made fun of that too. And yeah, they, they made, made fun, fun of, of everything, too. you know. So eh, if you like ICP, you know these movies. 
if you like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you might like this movie. Yeah. If you like stupidity and parody and just total insanity, you might like this movie. If you don't like any of those things or all three of those things, then this movie has nothing. Like for I said, you. the best part is like to, like the middle of the movie. You know, yeah. like uh, the the sugar bear decides that he wants to quit the force. He's <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Rudy Ray Moore shows up to, like, like give him... Like, like, when that cop is in there yelling, the sergeant's in there yelling at him, and he's a pathetic piece of shit, and he's, like, doing coke off of the mirrors, and he's, yeah, like, yeah, smoking yeah. this gigantic joint and stuff, and just drinking whiskey. And, and, and it's got the world's <laughs> silliest ninja. There are ninjas in this movie for fans <laughs> of ninjas, you know, but they're the stupidest ninjas Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, even though they do hack up his girlfriend, which is kind of weird, you know, his overweight stripper. Yeah, he's he, very... Uh, this is just cobbled together as you would imagine it would yeah. be, you know. Um, I'm going to follow up and watch Big Money Rustlers at some point by myself. Obviously, I won't in- make you no, endure that. Don't. It was just one of those things where I picked it because I I was listening to, because I was driving my truck the other day and I had um, the Jekyll Brothers CD in. That's one of their, one of their later ones. Um, and of course, like every band, the first ones are very raw and aggressive. The middle ones get very overproduced because they have money. Money, yeah. And then they get tired. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, the last couple, it's not that they're tired. It's, it's just the it's same, the old same st- shit. The it's same like ACDC. Yeah. Their first album and their last album, there ain't much difference in them, you know, and neither no. is the... So, so I, you know, I was listening to that one, and I was like, you know, I should pick that, that movie. It's very stupid, but I, I was worried that you couldn't take it. And oh, then, wow. But then I was like, yeah, but it has that 70s slant, and a little bit. It's a it. little bit funny, you know. Uh, so I was like, I think he can do it. I wasn't trying to I torture was, I was you, like, you know. I, was, I, well, I thought I thought there was some some like hatred antagonism going on. Not no. at I'm all. Kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I was like, not at all, because I, I even like, I'll get him back for making me watch. A, I followed know. up with you saying, look, if you really hate it, we don't have to pick no, it. But I was nah, like, nah, uh, nah. I was like, I'm going back to my roots, you know, because I I still See, do now this movie this movie defines. The whatever you want to call it, generation gap between me and you. You're like about ten years younger than me. Yeah. So this is like you know this is like an other alien era that I just don't have. Like in the punk thing though, like I I can relate to. But this the the that that the hip hop ish thing. Yeah. I, that's something I can. See, and I'm actually to. too old for it. But but you you gravitated towards it towards the end or whatever. Well and I gra- well and I yeah because I I got into I listened to them and I like their and I like that and then of course. Some of the fringe stuff I listen to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. I like. I like Eminem. Most, not yeah. most. Some of his stuff is good. Some of it's shit. You know. Yeah. But that's not where I. That's, that's not like the usual music. music I listen to. That, well, that's like most music. Some of it's good. Some of it's crap. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, you know, there's nothing to say other than if if you like any of those things I talked about earlier, then watch it. Um, but realize it's an hour and a half of just. Don't take anything seriously. They stop and read the script in one point where he's trying to say something he doesn't remember the lines. So he literally picks up the piece of paper he wrote yeah. and, uh, and 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 talks about it. So yeah, I mean, actually, my review of this movie is it's an hour and a half of my life that I will never have back. Yeah, so you kind of you hated it. I figured you would hate it, but I wasn't sure. Except for Rudy Ray Moore, I love yeah. Rudy Ray Moore. He was great. And he all, was he, great. I like how every scene that the, the sugar bears training and he's like just getting massaged by women and reading Pimps and Hoes magazine and I stuff did like laugh that. at some point. Regard, I mean, against I, my I best, laughed at a lot of stuff. Against I my mean, best, you know, <laughs> wishes, but yeah. And when at one point where that the hooker is giving him money, he's like, "Now why don't you big out those big fake boobs?" And then she's and he, she he, she shows him to the camera, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "You see that?" I didn't have to do that for all, but I did that for all. For y'all, yeah, you know. and then you know the girl like when they're in bed, she's eating donuts as they're doing it. That was really that was gross and weird. The whole movie's gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's shot very well. Yeah, I mean like okay. the colors yeah. are fine, the lighting's yeah, fine. It's, it's okay. It has that oversaturated. This is again where I where I compare it a lot to Killer Clowns from Outer Space in that the lighting is like overlit. But it's done on purpose. It's not. Yeah, it's a cartoon. They, they dude. want it to be like yeah, like vibrant and crazy, and it's the colors cart- are like. Black. I got I got the whole cartoon thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's it, totally. You know. It could have been even cartoonier if you they really oh, wanted yeah. to. Oh yeah. If they would have spent more money, because this was a low budget movie. Low they, budget. They didn't spend a lot. They of they money they did a lot of movie. sound effects and weirdness yeah, and. Yeah, so what are, what are you gonna give it? Do I have to give it a rate? Is, that uh, is it gonna be like a one or a two? Is it that? Did you hate that much? You know, for for Rudy Ray Moore, 
I'll give it like a 3.5. But that's wow. just for Rudy Ray Moore. For everything else... And and I'm going to give it a 6, but take go. this in mind. I'm actually a fan of this group, and, I'm giving, like, it a, and you, I'm giving it a 6. If so. you don't like this group, do not watch this There's movie. no point for it. And but, even, but if you yeah. like Rudy Ray Moore, you may want to skip like 50 <laughs> minutes into the movie. Where His performance up. is not worth skipping. Just go back and watch Dolomite or The Just Human Tornado or whatever. It's, it's cool. He, he really recaptures the Dolomite thing really well. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. him almost. He's great. Everyone is playing a cartoon character. Pretty much, yeah. Everyone in here, you know, even those two goofballs that are like his sidekicks. At that one point where they're in bed, yeah. like this gay menage a trois, and yeah. you're like, what are you doing? Like, that's, I was like, well, most ba- most people wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, they, they'd they be too egotistical or whatever to, to, like, show that kind of weirdness. Oh, you mean with the Cheetos, when he's feeding him <laughs> Cheetos and shit like that? So that gross. was strange. And strange, and you're like... Okay, that's weird. You know, is he bisexual yeah, or something? I, or just... I, I didn't get anything into that. I was just repulsed. You know, <laughs> I didn't get any sex. I didn't get any sexuality in this movie. Even when he was what the strip club. Even oh no, every so all the woman. Even the one at the beginning, the one where he pulls her top off. She was kind of ugly too. You she know was weird. I mean? Oh yeah, and and then like and his that girlfriend was kind of. I feel bad for her, but you know whatever. I know. You know? I know. I did kind of feel bad because like that's your whole thing is. You're yeah. gonna be on this movie, but you gotta just be this. Yeah, but maybe who cares? And then um, more of a career. The uh, the the really mean old person that was the jerky boy too. Yeah, he with makeup. Yeah, yeah with makeup, club, you know. Yeah, and then that, yeah. I don't know. All right, well that's it. There you have it. Uh, definitely, I think we both say definitely go see Scream Bloody Murder. Jury's and, jury's out on big money. No, uh, no, no, but no, no, no. The jury has has decided. If you like ICP, watch it. This is the movie yeah. for you. If you don't like them, stay clear. Of this stay clear. Thing. All right, there you go. Because even the misfits are in it, but not not enough that you just, care. Just one little big yeah. scene. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Mal with me as always, Doctor Morbius, and we'll see you next week with more gems, with the world's biggest air quotes around them. Yes. <laughs>